City Police Department, they're looking for a missing mother and daughter. The um, police say 24-year-old Triana Wilborn was last seen on Thursday, 12.30 p.m., 1500 block of Charlotte. Police say her vehicle, which is a red Ford sedan, was later found damaged and abandoned in the uh, 7,000 block of Chestnut. Mm. Now, police say neither Triana nor her four-year-old daughter, Aaliyah Bowen, have, have been seen since. Wow. Police say it is unknown whether either person is in need of medical attention. Triana was last seen wearing a red chief shirt, black sweatpants, and black flip-flops, 
And literally, it was last seen wearing a pink shirt and pajama pants. Please, Casey, keep your eyes peeled. Keep your ears Mm -hmm. open. If you see or hear anything, call 911. Immediately. TMG, the morning gossip with Hustle and Shine on Hot 103 Jam. 623 high for the day is 65, currently 53 at Loose Park. Hey, man, it didn't play. Hold on. There we go. (laughs) Well, according to uh, recent news, a 26-year-old woman has been arrested after attempting to burn down Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s childhood home. The woman who has yet to be named has reportedly been charged with criminal attempt arson and uh, criminal attempt interference with government property. Why would you do that? Bye. And, and it's on video. It's on video where she's pouring gasoline on the outside and the trees and everything. Um, she was arrested, of course. So the house, is, the house is still standing. Go. Yeah. What is, um, what is wrong with people? Why would you do that? Why? What's the point? <laughs> but you know what, where she going, though? Huh. <laughs> Lock his ass up. Lock his ass up. You're going to jail. You're going to jail. <laughs> That's exactly uh, where uh, where she's going. And look, um, and I ain't got no sympathy for you. Okay, I yeah. hope you uh, go in with concrete boots on. Like, why would like <laughs> there there is no reason for it you is. to do this at all? Yeah. Martin Luther King Jr. is is no longer with us. Yeah. So like 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 are, are you serious? Yeah. I don't are know. you trying I'm to sure. destroy his legacy like that? Well, it ain't gonna work. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. We might hear more about that story. Maybe she had a reason that's not going to be. She ain't got no reason. Yeah, I don't know. I, she should have been doing it. Uh, but she's locked up and she's going to jail. Um, and going other, to jail. Who else might be going to Well, I'm not going to say he might be going to jail. But who's trying to avoid jail uh, is Russell Simmons. He's opening up about the sexual assault allegations against him in a new interview. You slept with as many people as I slept with thousands. And we're talking about six people. There were like twenty, right? I mean, that, that oh, I, range oh, I, from oh, I spoke poorly. Oh, you mean like to, that's not? No, yeah. I, I spoke poorly to to fifteen of them. I mean, twelve of them. I spoke poorly all the time. I'm a deaf comedy jam guy. I was crude. So, how many compromising situations was I in? As previously reported, six women came forward with allegations against the deaf jam head, and he denies. Uh, any wrongdoing to this day. And he supposedly took a lie detector test. That's what part of that interview was. And I wasn't too sure what Russell was, you know, talking about. But to add you some more context, Kamorley Simmons, who is um, a His fellow ex-wife. a fellow Lutheran North alumni, just like I am. Oh, yeah, I forgot she is You know, St. she's Louis. from St. Louis and she attended Lutheran North. She was a sophomore at our high school when she met. Simmons. Yikes. He was 35. She Yikes. was 17. So Yikes. I just want to put that in no! in uh, some perspective Yikes. for you. You take it as you need. But uh, it sounds like Russell is trying to get ahead of this thing, seeing how Diddy's going down. I don't know. Now, I didn't know that that was a lie detector test question at, or after the fact. So it sounded like he was like... <laughs> Skating from something. I don't know. It was that a bunch it was skated, a bunch of nothing. That man skated all the way from Skate King back in my hometown all the way to Winwood. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. Yikes. Okay, so in reference to KC, he skated from Skating Land where the Pride Cleaners is at right now, Grandview, <laughs> all the way to downtown. That's what Russell Simmons did. But it look, man, <sighs> for, look, if you was doing wrong in the nineties and two thousands, man, look. 
It ain't no hiding from it. It's not. It's going to come out. It is. I don't think there's any statute of limitations on any of these things. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, and 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 should it be? I don't know. I, yeah. I you know, the, the Slim the, Thug would have another say. <laughs> well, if these if these women were done wrong, and they mm-hmm. had no platform, and and they were scared to come out, then you know. Yeah. Uh, it shouldn't be. They, I don't think it should be a time limit on those right, things. That's just right. what I personally believe because I mean. Everybody's healing and process and, and understanding it's is very different. Very and different. I think with Cassie speaking on the Diddy situation, she came out at a time where she was able to. Yeah. She was able to kind of heal from some of that stuff as much as she could, get some distance from that man, which is even, you know, more important, yeah. and move on with her hubby. You know, so hey, you I don't know, ain't no time limit on you figuring the thing out. And if you right. did somebody wrong, that sticks with them for the rest of their life. So Ooh, let's point, think D. about that. Good point, D. There it is. Haters better get on your job. Tell them haters get on your job. Motivate, suck it, suck it. Can't make me suffer. Just make me stronger and make me Encouragement is cumulative. Every little bit matters because those little bits add up. Encouragement is omnidirectional. Giving encouragement to someone else, even merely observing it, encourages you too. What could you do to give yourself a little bit of encouragement right now? What could you do to encourage someone else? Raising the level of encouragement in any moment is always a good thing. The energy it creates will continue to resonate across time, across distance. It can seem like a little thing, yet it could just be enough to make a big difference. Wherever it comes from, wherever it goes, encouragement benefits your world. Use every opportunity to make more. Growth looks good on you. That's today's Motivational Minute, only on Hustle and Shine in the mornings, Hot 103 J. I walk in break next, oh yeah, as soon as I came through. Yeah, it's truly no debate, I am the freshest kid in school. I'm married to this game like a engagement, yeah, I do. I ain't talking a tuxedo, but tell them to follow suit. Entered in a rap game, embodied it like mulatto. Came out of my shell like Michael and Leonardo. Nine show time invitations at the Apollo. I'm the one that said trend, they need a trend to follow. Wait, let me pop off. Pull up to the school and Billy Coops when I get dropped off. People looking forward to my head like this is top golf. Blazing everything they put me on, I feel like hot sauce. First class whenever I board. Sauces on the floor, that mean I'm staying in the floor. Another ceremony, that's just another award. Won't get no rest until I lay on a cover of Forbes. Studied at the math, I feel like Dr. Dre. On the work assignments, girl, I did WA. Set my goals high. When you the one, they gon' count on you to lead the way. Study that the man. I feel like Dr. Dre. On the work assignments, gotta let it W A. Set my goals high, like my GPA. When you the one, they gon' count on you to lead the way. Come on, come on. I don't know what y'all been told. All you gotta be is dedicated. Max Sauce in the building, hustling and shining with us on Hot 103 Jams. It is 6.54, hop of the day is 65, currently 53 at Ruskin High School. All my KC kids headed to school this morning. Look your best, do your best, little cousins from Hustle and Shine. Shout out to Classic Transformations Barber Academy. Hey. They will be offering free haircuts when you bring a new unwrapped gift or make a monetary donation. All the gifts and the donations collected go to support the December 16th Because We Care holiday giveaway to benefit low-income families in the Hickman Mills area. It's a 24-hour cut-a-thon gift right. drive and raffle is going down hey. th- starting 3 p.m. today 
all the way to 3 p.m. on Saturday. That's a good news right yeah, there. Yeah, you know where it's at. Classic Transformations Barber Academy, 298 Southwest Blue Parkway in Lee Summit. Make sure you support it. That's right. Also, big shouts and big love to the students in the Kansas City area who are exploring their dream careers through Operation Breakthroughs Ignition Lab. Now, oh, I, yeah. work, I work with them a lot at, at OB and the Ignition Lab. Mm-hmm. This is um, Travis Kelsey's baby. Dope. And this program teaches high school students in fields ranging from culinary arts, product design, mm. robotics, and more. And, uh, of course, thanks to help from Travis Kelsey's 87 and Running Foundation, Hundreds of students across KC had 10 different lab spaces to choose from Ooh. at the Ignition Lab to learn a variety of workforce skills. That's it is awesome. official, D, for real, right there on 30th and Truce. Yeah. Um, and then at the each of uh, at the end of each semester, students present what they what they created to a panel of outside professionals who already utilize these skills. So that's a way for you to get your foot mm-hmm. already in the workforce of what you want to do. So shout to the Ignition Lab and all the great people yeah. at Operation Breakthrough. Yeah, shout out to them. And I want to send some extra love, too, to all of my college students that are up in Adam. I know hey. you got finals probably either this week or next week, and you just trying to make it. I know. I remember them days just a few years ago. So just hold your head up high and make it to the finals because, you know, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. Hey, C's and D's get degrees. That was my motto I had a couple C's now, and, and they show get you some degrees. <laughs> I, I, ain't, I ain't fooling with them D's, though, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you get that C, do what you got to do, cousin. Hey, yo, it is Red Friday, and we are talking cheese with Ron Hughley. He's coming on the show. 708 right here on Hustle and Shine in the mornings. On Hot 103 Jams. Duh. Week 14 in the National Football League. Pits are Kansas City Chiefs against these Buffalo Bills. But before we get to Josh Allen and we got Ron Hughley, co-host of the Show and BK podcast on the show with us this morning. Ron, it's some cause for concern in this team and how they performed in that Packers game last week, man. The thing is, the cause for concern should have been uh, before that. I just think, and I've said it on here, and I know people listening have been mad at me. Get him off. Quit talking. No, I'm going to just be honest with what we see. Like, the Chiefs, many people have just kind of chalked it up of, um, you know, they'll kick it in gear. They'll flip the switch offensively. They'll do No. I can't be mad at it anymore. This is who they are, right? This is this is who they are until they give us some real long-term multiple games in a row to show that they're different. But here is the key thing, though. They can still achieve all of their goals even with what they have. Now, defensively, they can't have games like, like last week. It really, the last two weeks where they are late and they are asleep early and then they try to take it on in the second half. This defense has to be dominant and this offense just has to not mess it up. They got to not have the turnovers. They've got to be able to do better in the Ritz. They can't just have these lows, but they've just got to figure out a way to not shoot themselves in the foot. Whether that's penalties, that's drops, that's turnovers. If they could just fix those things, because they're not going to be explosive. Like everybody out there, it's not it's not gonna happen. This is a 21 to 24 point a game offense without help. But they can still win it all with their defense. So I I, I just I know it calls for the cause for concern was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. All right, that, that like that they, they they just been they've been doing this for weeks. <laughs> we just mm-hmm. I think maybe the Packers game for some people they've just now accepted it. But they now they know what they are. 
now they've got to figure out a way to win the way they are. One of the reasons, Ron, that I've seen that they're struggling so bad on offense, when they get to the red zone, it's either a penalty or it's a dumb play or it's a, it's a drop pass, something that, that holds them back. Oh, Do don't you forget s- about that last one. Don't forget about oh, the, the interception. Team. There we go. Oh, to, to Sky Moore. Yeah. <laughs> or turnovers. Why are we doing that? Like, that's my thing. You know I'm going to come up and say it and then people get mad. Like, the problem, and you're right, the red zone is awful. Right. And, and and that's that may be the most difficult thing to look at the Chiefs about is the red zone execution, because they're usually so creative down there and so many different things they can do. And you got the best player in the world and you got the best tight end in the world down there. You generally think that they're going to be successful, but they aren't. The problem is it's the passing game. The passing game is the issue. And let's just be honest, many people want to say it's the receivers, and they are a problem too, but it is everything a part of the passing game. I know both of you. Look at their damn tackles every week, and every time he's got to drop back, you're probably doing the cross across your chest, hoping to God that they can either not hold or find a way to protect just long enough for him to find something. It's the offensive line that hasn't been good. And it is also, I I hate to say it, Patrick Mahomes is a part of the passing game. I refuse to believe that 100% of the time when they have miscommunications, that it is always on the receivers. I refuse. Nobody's perfect. Nobody. In fact, the interception, if you listen to Mahomes after the game, to Sky Moore, he'll tell you, yeah, I probably should have thrown back shoulder. That's what Sky read. Now, MVS, he probably blows it most of the time. But I refuse to believe it's 100% of the time, always the receivers. And we've seen him throw really, really bad decision interceptions. We've seen it. We've seen the floater pass. He could just stop doing that. The Jets game, he did it again. It was critical Sunday against the Packers. It's the entire passing game, including 15, that is the problem with this offense. And, I mean, they, they've got to either simplify it, they got to do something to get that to work. But it ain't just laid on one group. It's all of them. Ron Hughley from ArrowheadPride.com, the Show and BK podcast. Check that out every week to get you ready for this week's Chiefs game. We've been talking about the team as a whole. Everybody needs to do their job. And I know that is important. We know what type of game the Chiefs need to have. But what type of speech does Andy need to give his team? (laughs) Oh, Lord, man. This is why. I mean, Andy's going to be Andy. This is, I'll be honest, the elephant in the room that is growing. And I ain't going to lie to you. There's a part of me that is so happy about it. You know what speech Andy needs? He needs to have somebody who can get in the tail, as I'm going to try to speak as, as as well as I can, in the tail of this team. Somebody to get in here and to hold these cats accountable in a very, very firm manner. You talking about Eric and the Enemy, Ron? Huh? Is that oh, we're missing oh. him? Oh, that, that would help, right? You remember last year? Oh, no. Nobody like He doesn't. Matt not doing like enough? Him. They don't like him. He's not. He's too mean. Uh, he's. No. You know what they could use? They could use somebody over there that can hold them accountable. And that is the biggest way. And that is the biggest possibility of how they are missing Eric Bieniemy. is, hey, man, he makes it uncomfortable. He has edge. And he ain't going to just sit here and just roll. Like Mahomes, you ain't going to just throw bad picks. He will go off on you. Travis, he'll go off on you if you mess up. And he'll damn sure go off on MVS, Sky Moore, all of them. 
But Andy don't have a bad cop. It sure as hell ain't Nagy. Hey man, they got this. May be a thing of 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 them got to find some things within themselves to figure things out. Because it's just not an Andy in the speech. Andy's just more of a technician. Hey, day by day. But hell with the speeches, though. To be honest with you, and I get what you're saying. But to Andy's point, though, also this is a veteran group that have been to multiple Super Bowls that have played in big games. Y'all get it together. And Y'all need to get it together. But they could sure use somebody that could get in their butt, though. Is, is that part of the problem? Like you mentioned, we didn't been there before. You know, at a certain point, teams get comfortable. And they just think about the playoffs or they just think about the Super Bowl. Do you think that's in the minds of, of the Chiefs? See, I, I, I thought that was a deal. Like, I, I like the, the Chiefs have reached that kind of LeBron territory, mm-hmm. that Jordan territory, where they're not really judged by the regular season. They're judged by the postseason. And we've seen this team just have boredom and 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 go through seasons uh, and just let's just get to the playoffs. I, they have struggled so much offensively. I don't I think they're trying. <laughs> like I, I don't think they're thinking about, oh, let's just get to the playoffs. I think they're trying. That's the part is I don't I don't think they're overlooking things and just trying to and wait to flip a switch. I think they've tried to flip the switch multiple times and this is just where they are right now. So I don't I don't necessarily think that is the case. I did for a minute there, but I don't I don't think that's the case anymore. This Sunday, the Chiefs have an opportunity to completely dismantle and knock the Bills out. Uh, but this is going to be a desperate, desperate team coming into Arrowhead this week as they're fighting for their playoff lives in the 2023 season. Ron, what's your forecast? This feels so weird because normally Patrick Mahomes coming off a loss and you say it's kind of desperate for the Bills. It's, it's a bit desperate for the Chiefs, mm-hmm. you know, in a way, especially if they want to continue to be in that number one seed race. And, that, you know, what they're hearing, they're hearing all week, by God, Jordan Love is out playing Patrick Mahomes and the Packers. Like, they're hearing all that all week. Generally a pissed-off Chiefs team I feel really good about. I think they're pissed off. I still just don't have the confidence that they can do anything about it. That's that's the thing. I don't know that they can flip a switch, as we've been talking about, and say, you know what, we're ticked off. We're going to go ahead and put 35 on these boys. I really don't know what you're going to get offensively. I feel like the Chiefs' defense will flip a switch, and they will be motivated off the bat. So I think they will keep them in control. But I, I, I just don't know what you get from this Chiefs offense. And I hope I'm wrong here. But I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Buffalo. Buffalo has had a lot of success. Oh my god, Ron. <laughs> I'm just I'm just this is where I am with this team. I just like I, Buffalo have they've beaten the Chiefs in the regular season at Arrowhead the last two years, and they are desperate as hell. They're coming off a bye week. And I just don't trust this offense altogether at all. I'm gonna go with Buffalo 24-17 Oof. in Arrowhead. Yikes. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we come back here next week and I'm getting clowned and we see <laughs> the best player, the best coach in the world, and the best tight in the world, and I think maybe arguably the best defense in the league shut this up and get them back on track. I just don't feel good about it with the evidence we've seen. Yeah. Taylor Swift better be at this game, but that don't make no mind anyways. She was at the last, last game, right? All right, we lost that one. <laughs> well, the only luck I do have is this Sunday is December 10th, which is a holiday. <laughs> so I'm praying that they win on my birthday. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Well, hell, I'm praying they are too. 
Me me too. They need to to do something. I I do. I hope we come back here and they shut my ass up. (laughs) I I just don't know. They've just played about 12, 13 games like this every week where they seem to struggle. So we'll see. Well, if you don't want to hear Ron shut up and hear that analysis (laughs) about the Chiefs, Check them out on the uh, Show and BK podcast every single week at arrowheadpride.com. Ron, thank you so much again for joining us on Hustle and Shine in the morning. We'll holler at you next week. Who we playing now? We got as we, as we prepare for the New England Patriots. <laughs> now they'll they'll win that one. Up hustling and shining with us this morning. Everybody's been talking about this show, D. I done seen it on socials. It seems to be like the topic of conversation for all you ladies. It's hot and it's Issa Rae's HBO Max show called Rap-ish. No, I can't say it if I want to keep my job. The story is based on two women who are trying to just get it up out the mud and they like, look, we're going to make a rap group. And so in the process, they find a manager. Her name is Chastity and we have the blessing of having Chastity, a.k.a. Jonica Booth, a.k.a. Blue. You know her from BGC. She held it down. She's also from my hometown, St. Louis. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. I'm good. Good morning. Congrats on securing this bag with this. I mean, Issa Rae's been in her bag doing different shows, so it's dope to really just see her curate this type of project and have black women at the center of it. You were in it here and there, but season two, you just took off. So tell us a little bit about that transition. <laughs> um, I think, you know, on the first season of things, you have to, you got to get everybody, you know, let them know the characters and the established storylines and things of that nature and I think the second season it was like okay now let's just show let's show them who Chastity is and um I love and respect our writers for giving me the, the creative range and believing in me and thinking that I can even do the, the amount of work that they that they put on my play you know so that's my experience now who's been your favorite to work with I would have to say Guap Dad Andrew Buki. Francois. Francois, me and Francois be going at it. (laughs) Working with him, it it, it looked, you know, I love that we're both able to do our character, you know, be our characters for the show. But once they say cut, we just bust out laughing and be like, how are we doing this? Jonica, you're from St. Louis. You're from, um, you know, down the street, what we call that in KC. And so, um, and you took a chance and moved to LA where you became known um, as a comedian and actor. Can you talk a, a little bit about your journey and some of your fears, if you had any, moving from the Midwest all the way to L.A.? Yes, my fear, my, I uh, worked, when I worked in St. Louis, I had, after I graduated college, which was in Missouri Valley, about two hours Oh, my God. <laughs> I did two years, I did, I mean, I, I got my degree from there. Uh, so then, after that, I worked corporate America at City, at City Bank, it was so City Mortgage, and um, I met a guy, I can't remember his name, but he told me to get out of here. He said, this is a graveyard for dreamers. Man. So I was actually more in fear of becoming that and staying there. And I decided to leave after I exa- I felt like I exhausted all my possibilities, like things that I wanted to do there. And I would ask people who to go to and everyone was sending me to one person. And mm-hmm. I just knew that just didn't feel right. Whereas, or, or, or it was just one G-Wagon riding down the street. Everybody knew who it belonged to, mm-hmm. you know? So I was just like, I, I think my goals are, I don't want to say they're too big, but I know I have to move around if I, if I do want a chance of making them happen. Jonica, was there a point when you was in St. Louis, like a, a singular event that happened to you, like 
you know what? Forget this. I got to go. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say nothing happened that made me feel that way. I just was flying back and forth to L.A. a lot. And then I just then I moved to Atlanta first. See, I didn't come straight to L.A. Oh, I went man. to Atlanta first. And what made me go to Atlanta was that I was like, oh, I want to go to Black Hollywood. But I did two years there because I was like, oh, I want to be black in Hollywood. So I went to the real Hollywood. Oh, um, so that was that was my transition. But nothing happened. I, you know, I love St. Louis. I love my family. So I just was like, it was time for me to, to take a chance, to take a leap. I love seeing other people from my hometown doing their thing. Love it. What would be some advice that you would give to people that were in the same boat as you? My advice would be believe in yourself. Like, you, if you feel like it's something you want to do, nothing is too big. It's just about how much work you want to put in your ambition. And um, things get discouraging. Don't let people project their fears on you. That was, I crossed that a lot. You know, people felt like I can do things, but you could just, you know, you could feel the eyes and the laughs. And it's like, oh, okay. It's nothing, it's nothing personal, but because I understand my dream might be too big for you to fathom and that's okay but I didn't really have I didn't my dreams wasn't concrete it was just I knew I had a feeling it was an energy like okay I gotta I gotta make a move love to the ones that supported me but I felt that I felt the hate too now it was mm. real it was real loud mm. Jonica if I put a plate of some Kansas City delicious oh, barbecue in front of you and then I got a plate of uh, some rice. John's chop suey, some of that fried rice from St. Louis. What plate you grabbing? Stop playing. Put me a uh, half it in a big box. You hear me? You hear half me? Half in a big box. Wait, you do gravy or not? Nah? I don't do gravy, but I get it. I, I had it before and it's needed. It's yeah. a necessity yep. sometimes. Yep. What's your favorite flavor of Vest Pop? Of, of what? Vest. He say pop. I'm glad you said what because he be talking about pop. I'm like, dude, it's soda. It's called pop. No, it ain't. Oh, it's for show soda. <laughs> What's your favorite oh. uh, flavor of vest? I like the uh, strawberry. No, grape. Grape get me right. But yeah, grape strawberry. Cool. Grape cool. I judge you by your uh, your flavor choice, so I'm keeping an eye That's on sad. you. That's <laughs> sad. That's sad. Give me that peach, though. That pineapple, though, fire. That pineapple different. Yeah, that's heat. <laughs> give me a half of the fried rice. Come on. And then give me that, too, crab ragu. Come uh, on. Put it in a big box. We, we think we tricking them, getting more rice. Uh, <laughs> right. We too St. Louis for him. He over here shaking in his boots right no, now. I ain't, I, don't I, don't I, don't y'all understand. fried rice is fire as hell. You know, I, Jeff, with y'all fried rice, boys, it's heat. <laughs> well, we appreciate you for sliding through on Hustle and Shine in the morning, Thank man. You. Keep doing you. I'm a big fan. You need to come kick with us we do a food tour and we stop by That's a bunch right. of different places and you of course you know i didn't i didn't got my kansas city culture in being here for the past few years they got some great spots oh absolutely i'm, I'm gonna make that happen and at the finale who knows we can all probably talk again so y'all hey. can tell me what y'all think thank you <laughs> love thank you, i appreciate y'all big love well now that that is taken care of it is time for birthday announcements Time to go crazy for those boastful, optimistic, and spontaneous Sagittarius. Happy birthday. Put your hand up. Sending a happy birthday to Dwight Howard. Happy birthday to my sad sister, the iconic, legendary, mogul, Nicki Minaj. Happy heavenly birthday to Sammy Davis Jr. Happy birthday to R&B singer Chrisette Michelle. Alright D, let's take it to the crib to wish some of our cousins in KC some birthdays. Heaven Williamson, Bridget Atkins, and Tiffany Cook, happy birthday. Sending birthday love to Delinea Janelle, Yana Kay, and Daniel Fry. Sending birthday love to Adrian Ortiz and Rocco Scarcello. Plus sending birthday love to Lester Page and Malachi Black. And a special happy birthday to my auntie Ethel Johnson Arbonaut. And everybody else born on December 8th. Happy birthday, Sagittarius. Celebrate your hey. day. Happy birthday. 
It's Red Friday right here on Hustle and Shine. Of course, we're getting ready mm-hmm. for the Chiefs versus the Bills. Really, really important game at GEHA mm-hmm. Field. But beyond that, there's something more important going on. And um, it is Deanna's birthday coming up this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> you is. got planned, fam? Uh, you know, I'm going to do a little dinner on Sunday. You know, we work Monday morning, so I can't be too lit on Sunday. I'm going to watch the game. The Chiefs going to have to handle town business on, on the holiday. But, uh, you know, I'm going to kick it with my peoples on uh, Saturday, go out, eat, and um, take some pictures. And we're going to hop a couple spots in the town for sure. Hey. So, you know, the tequila will be tequila hey. over the weekend. So, yeah, and if you a Sagittarius, too, happy birthday to you as well. If it's your weekend, too, oh, yeah, just know we outside. If you follow me on social media, you know the vibes. You know how we get down. You got to work hard and you got to play hard, too. Now, of course, it is Red Friday. Yeah. But you trying to celebrate what? It is also Pink Friday. And if you know, you know. If you don't, I'm going to get you hit real quick because Nicki Minaj, it's her birthday today. And she also dropped Pink Friday, too. Now, this is hip-hop culture at the end of the day. Regardless go. how you feel about Nikki, you know, she ain't for everybody, but she is for me. <laughs> and I know she is for all the barbs out there. So salute, and uh, we're going to have to drop this track that honestly has been out for a couple hours, because we like that. Ain't gang if you let you fly. Ain't bad if you got to ride. Big guns and a lot of zip ties. Says she look like me, quit lying. We gon' spin and kill And we tellin' all We gon' spin and kill And we tellin' all All these on my Spent another bag on my Nah, nah, you ain't the new Every whip heavy on it new Pretty mad cause she ain't no Pretty face with a Barbie doll Another year, another Vince Lim Hustle and shine on Hot 103 Jam